for those of you who don't know, Markdown was created in 2004, which is surprisingly recent for something that is this central to developer workflows. And it was done by John Gruber, who is a prolific blogger, still is, and a podcaster as well. And he recently talked about uh, the creation of Markdown and how he himself, the creator of Markdown, uses Markdown. And I thought it was an interesting listen. Today, I, before we recorded, I posted a, an item to my website and I had a markdown error. It looked, I wanted to link a couple of words to a, the person's name's Twitter account. Yeah. And what I, and a friend of the show, John Syracuse, was kind enough to be the first <laughs> to text me and tell me that, uh, what does he call them? He doesn't call them markdownos. He calls them, he's got a, he's got a funny name for my markdown typos. But I like uh, Markdownos personally. I like Markdowno. What did he say? I got to look it up now. Mark Downer, he calls it. Right. That makes sense too. That's yeah. very John. Yeah. I like it. It is very John. He calls them Markdowners. And I can hear in, in I, even when he texts me, I can hear his voice, his sad disappointment in me. <laughs> that I have committed another markdowner. I mean, you of all people, <laughs> like you should be perfect, shouldn't you? <laughs> I should. Well, he told me when Markdown first came out way back when, and he writes Pearl, he, and he saw how I implemented my version of Markdown, which is really just a series of regular expression substitutions. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he was like, well, that's, you can't really write a parser that way. And I was like, well, I didn't, I'm not calling it a parser. He, I think he does not use Markdown. He writes, he just still writes raw HTML. And I can hear his disappointment because this is why he writes HTML because he doesn't have Markdown errors. But anyway, the error was what I wanted to write was open square bracket, then the person's name, close square bracket, then a parentheses, the URL, close parentheses, right? Yep. Standard yep. Markdown. Standard link. Right. With the link in right in the paragraph. Yeah. And what I was missing was the closing square bracket. Yeah, yeah, that sneaky little one. Now, I'm going to reveal a secret here in public for the first time because of the subject of today's show, automation. Mm -hmm. A little over a year ago, well, actually, <laughs> all right, Markdown, I started working on Markdown in late 2003, and it became public in early 2004. But while I was developing it, I started, once I got it to work just enough minimum viable product for the developer to use as a plugin in movable type, I had it installed in my instance of movable type for Daring Fireball, and I started writing my articles using it. And it's, in my opinion, it was, it's essential to Markdown success because I spent, I don't know if it was four months, four or five months before I even released the public beta where everything I posted to during Fireball, I was actually using Markdown and then forming opinions of, ah, that syntax, that looks, that does not look, that looks ugly or that's mm -hmm. cumbersome or that's missing or something. But then I'd make changes and a lot of those changes were backwards incompatible and I'd have to go back a month and edit every article yeah. to change the syntax or to, then it got to two months, then it got to three months. And then yeah. I knew it was getting ready for public beta when I stopped. There, there no longer were things like that. It was like, hey, this feels pretty stable. Like, I'm not coming yes. up with ideas. But then it didn't take long after it, at that point, for me to still to start making markdowners. <laughs> 
I mean, it happens, right? right. You're so, you, because you're not changing things anymore. Your brain's like, yeah, 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 I know what I'm doing. And so you stop watching what you're doing. Right. And the mistakes creep in. Right. Well, and, you know, mistakes happen, right? And uh, oh, yeah. it's the nature of Markdown that like, okay, so if you're writing in a programming language, and it's one of those, let's just say a simple example. Many programming languages require you to put semicolons at the end of every line. Yep. And if you forget to put a semicolon on a line, and then you try to run your script or compile your program, you the compiler will bark at you, and hopefully, yes. hopefully, with an error that that figures out that the problem is a missing semicolon on line forty-one. Yes, hopefully, or at least point you towards lines forty-one or forty-two, and then you can maybe figure it out yourself. Yeah. Markdown isn't compiled. It just it, maybe some implementations. I don't know. I've never encountered one that will literally refuse to go forward if there's certain classes of errors. But it just makes its best guess as to what you mean. Yeah, and it goes through. And there's no concept of an error. HTML is similar, and that's what Markdown really is. It's like a preprocessor for HTML. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Right? If you forget to close a tag in HTML mm -hmm. and then you save the file and you open it in a web browser, the web browser does its best. Yeah, which sometimes is really not great. Right. But uh, sometimes you just end up with, say, if you use a pre-tag because you're writing a code block, you just end up with, like, pre-tag, your code, mm -hmm. pre-tag, like, uh, but missing the closing triangular bracket, the greater right. than sign. Right. Or something. Right. Or, or speaking of pre-tags, to me, one of the, again, I don't mean to brag about it, but it's kind of popular at this point. But one of the best things about Markdown is how easy it makes to write pre-sections pre because oh, yeah. you don't have to escape anything. Whatever's mm -hmm. inside is just there. And the whole, it used to be, for me, it was like the worst part of writing raw HTML is when you wanted to show actual HTML source code yeah. in an yeah. HTML document. It was, yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I love the fact that a lot of flavors of Markdown, after you've done those first three backticks, you can just write the language, yes. Python or YAML or whatever it is. Obviously, YAML's another Markdown language, but or is it called Markup language? It's yet another one. That's the first part, for sure. But yeah, I love the fact that you can do that. And then you get syntax highlighting, which is just yes. a really nice feature. A lovely feature in many Markdown implementations. So I'm talking like... <sighs> At least midway through 2004, six months into Markdown being a public thing, it was. It has been a, my reference spec, for lack of a better word, hasn't changed or at some point in 2004 stabilized. And the Markdown that I personally use didn't get many additions since then. But it didn't take long for me to think, you know what I need next is like a lint script, something like a pre-flight script to look for common <laughs> Markdown errors. Markdown linter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, a very short, 17 years later, last year, I was feeling inspired early in the summer, and I wrote it. And the breakthrough for me was, and part of what led me to procrastinate for literally close to two decades, was that I started thinking about it, and I started thinking that, it, that like any proper linter, it should catch as many errors as possible. And that's a really daunting task. It and is, yeah. my breakthrough last year was 
to hell with that. I was so, I, I didn't write a proper Markdown parser 17 years ago when I made Markdown. I just did the thing, the easiest thing I could do to get it to work fast enough for me to be satisfied with it. Why don't I just fix the mistakes I actually make? That's it. <laughs> and so yeah. I started keeping a list of every Markdown related error that I personally posted during Fireball and wrote a separate script. It's not part of my Markdown PL. It's just a separate script that flag, tries to flag those errors. Yep. And then I wrote like an Apple script for Mars Edit, so that which is what I use to post to Daring Fireball almost mm -hmm. all the time. So that instead of using Mars Edit to publish, I I run a, a keyboard maestro action, and the keyboard right. maestro action runs an Apple script. The Apple script gets the body of text from the current Mars Edit document passes it to my lint script which is actually written in perl of course because it's the only shell scripting language on my my twisted regular expression addled mind can really be productive with if there's no errors or warnings let's call them warnings yeah then it just then the apple script tells mars edit go ahead and publish and show a little notification a temporary notification saying markdown lint thumbs up, or I think it's actually the green checkbox emoji. And yeah. then I know it, it published. And if there are errors, it tells Mars edit to it uses Apple script, and it shows a simple display alert or display dialogue with a list of the errors. You know, I, I tend to write my links in Markdown with the reference style, as opposed yeah. to the inline links where I'll make a link and then it's like a foot, like a named footnote. And then somewhere else in the document, you have to use that reference name colon. And then that's where the URL goes. And it'll say something like, let's say I'm linking to your name and I've made the link definition RO because that's your initials, Rosemary Orchard. It'll mm -hmm. say link definition RO is used, but not defined. And that's it. And it doesn't even tell me what line number it is. I don't need it because I know that's enough for me to find it yeah. and fix it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So like here we are a year now. Now, <laughs> here we are a year later, and I still haven't published it. I mean to, but I think by coming public, talking about it with you, this will inspire me to actually publish it soon because it's, I think it's ready. I mean, I don't know how many other people will find it useful, but they might. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will. A markdown, it's one of those things, it's very simple, which you would think makes it really easy. And the number of people that manage to screw it up on a daily basis, because like, for example, your link, okay, you're missing a square closing bracket. Well, you do that and you miss a square opening bracket somewhere else. And whoa, some places are just going to look very yep. strange yep. with that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, that's one thing I know a lot of people do. A lot of people like using markdown editors that are like split view left and right. right. On the left, you're writing your markdown. And on the right, it's a live preview of markdown processed, rendered into HTML. And I think one reason that the most of the world has gotten by for all this time and markdown grows in popularity without any kind of error checking or a rigid, you can't post if there's any known errors, it'll block you or whatever, is that once you preview it, most of the errors are very obvious, right? Yes. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, usually. <laughs> But you have to look at it. And I, of course, yeah. get lazy and don't do it. But anyway, the reason this error didn't get flagged, I thought, uh, so I had a missing left bracket, right? Right. But I posted that from my iPad in the kitchen while I was having coffee this morning. And so I thought, huh, 
And let me go check if my lint script catches that. But now when I post from my iPad or my iPhone, I just go right through the web interface in, in my installation of movable type. So my lint script doesn't run. There's, I don't, right. I can't think of a way to do that. And I don't post from either of those devices often enough that it's ever bothered me to even try. So I went down to my Mac and lo and behold, it didn't get flagged. And I was like, huh, yeah. So I made a note in my list of other errors I'm, I, I should check for. So that whole episode was actually also about Apple shortcuts and workflows, which is something I have tried to get into, but it hasn't stuck at all. If you use any Apple shortcuts or workflows, uh, let me know, uh, email or tweet, whatever. Um, I, I really feel like this is something that is super useful, but I haven't got the hang of it. Um, but also, fun fact, I did a blog post once about the six things that I got that I thought Markdown got wrong. And John Gruber replied to me and said that it was a good list. So I'm attaching it in the description. See ya.